Hi, everybody. So this is going to be either part one or part two, depending on how the wind blows, depending on how I feel like releasing these from my time at Blended Festival. So Cancel Me Baby was there and we were popping, like brought the party to the place. Do you know what I mean? So I was there on the ground. I had a whole table set up for Cancel Me Baby. And I will say it was the only show set up like that very cool in the wine tent. So blended festival, a mix of different wines and vendors and performances and like all good stuff going on here in Nashville. And the festival also takes place in different cities. So, you know, we got no time to kill, like hitting this place, like a tornado. So this is going to be a little compilation video. My other episode is going to be people um, like I said, influencers, artists, people on the ground talking about the culture clash and the divide that is kind of like ripping open right now to see how that all evolves and is unfolding. This one is really going to explore everything real versus fake. Okay. We're going to talk about, you know, women and image and like influencer culture and Instagram versus reality and the mental health aspect of it all. And, you know, how women view themselves and sort of like compete in the space and where men fall into the fold. I have men weighing in on it as well. Like, you know, we get everyone in on this action. So um, without further ado, real v fake people, take it away. What? There we go. This is gonna be really as interesting. I just like I just lengthened the sticks, so go. you know, take that how you will. All right, so we are giggity. Yep, exactly. So we are at Blended Festival, and I am with my little Israeli Egyptian prince. Okay, Matthew Loren. He is like a wine entrepreneur. Oh, that's a new word. I've never heard that before. See that? He really is like, how would you describe it? You really are the executive getting together, the vendors here, the influencers, right? All that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, so I kind of run, you know, I wear many hats here at Blended. Uh, I'm the executive director of wine and uh, executive sommelier for the festival. Uh, but I'm also the uh, influencer director. So I get to hang out with a bunch of really pretty people that like to promote the, the festival. So um, I have a really, like a, really hard job. Like really case in point maybe. Yes. So to know. Uh, although I will say, speaking of wearing many hats, uh, earlier you were wearing a hat. And I'm just going to throw it out to you people because one of us were able to go and fix their hair um, before this interview. So I'll give you guys a guess as to who listen, exactly that was. Listen, okay. this is the second time I fixed my hair today, okay? Oh. I woke up three hours early just so I could fix my hair, only for it to get rained on and get messy. You saw it. It was embarrassing. No, it was hot. I liked your black baseball cap. And then I had to wear a hat, and then I had to go home. And it was a get, vibe. Get, get, you know, I had to get dolled up again. Oh, dolled up. You know, what I, is I had to impress you. Listen. I knew we were doing this interview. I mean... I'm sorry it does this. It's not. I'm I'm impressing you like with my my not my hair but my enthusiasm. Okay. Thank you, Matt. What a gentleman. What a gentleman. Oh, but your left side I thought was the only. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So okay, speaking of your hair, I feel like everybody at festivals like. We are tr okay. What? Okay. Right, I mean, I know my hair's not that bad. I'm not, Jeez. I'm not paying attention. He's like, so sorry. Like, what? Okay. You're the pro. So here we go. 
everybody, I feel like at these things, like we are out here liberated. People are dressing to impress. Like we're looking at people. We want to be seen. And you have, you have an aesthetic. You have a vibe. Like what does the hair say about you? Because it's very unique. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna comment to that. No, I mean, my hair is my like calling card. You know, it's like who I am. And the funny thing is, I'm gonna share this only with you. I feel so special. Only with you. Thank you, Matt. I used to get made made fun of for my hair because oh. I have this like curly Egyptian Israeli hair, and I grew up a little brown boy in Oklahoma, right, with curly hair. So being brown, having curly hair in the middle of the Bible Belt, Oklahoma, doesn't really work out, right? Is your hair like a fuck you to all of that? Absolutely. Because it is, like I said, it's so unique. Absolutely. I got made fun of for having curly hair. Now look at me. See, we wouldn't, he's like, look at me now. See, we wouldn't necessarily know that from looking at you. Right? I mean, besides the fact that I'm brown. Well, <laughs> I'm proud of it, sweetie. But when it comes to women, I feel like, and I talk about this, whether it be festival culture, IG culture, there's sort of this vibe where it's like, uh, a, carbon, a carbon copy, right? Like all women trying to look the same and getting away from exactly what you're talking about, like individualism and like, right? And it makes me sad as a woman. It's like, you know, why are we all trying to look this almost like that Kylie Jenner vibe, right? No, I mean, like, I live in Las Vegas. and Entertainment capital, yeah. Entertainment capital of the world, plastic surgery capital of the world. Yes, yes. One of my best friends is here and he's like one of the top plastic surgeons in okay. Vegas, right? He's here in Nashville. And God bless him for what he does. But you're right. Like, everybody's kind of looking, like, so commercialized and the exact same. And we've lost our, like, individuality. We've lost our identity. And now we're trying to, like, fit into this mold of this is what I'm supposed to look like instead of, no, this is who I am and I'm proud of it. And that's kind of, you know, it's taken me a while to get there because we all go through that, men included, right? We all go through, like, we have to fit in. We Do wanna... men? Well, I guess you with the hair story. But even though with their bodies, right? Like, men, like take care of themselves no, too yeah, i mean absolutely i mean like i love this whole like fit culture yeah yeah ditto you know that's been going around but you know and that we're all kind of taking pride in in, in yeah. our bodies and our health you know i'm pescatarian vegetarian have been for over 10 years but i love that it's now becoming like this commercialized thing where people are paying attention right they're paying attention to their health and who they are but going back to kind of our original point like it's kind of sad that over time we've kind of lost who we are right yeah. and now we're just like well i gotta look like that person on tv and not who i really am right do you see it's that so inauthentic, so inauthentic it is i feel like a festival culture too i talked to the own the creator of blended about this like it brings out you know especially this it's music it's wine it's like all pleasures in life and it feel, i feel like it brings out something like tribal and men and women even last night we're listening to little john right and this guy comes up to me he's like you're beautiful. Like, can I say that? Right. It's like, just like that, that like quintessential man, woman thing. Yep. So like as an observer, what is like the most interesting thing to see these people in their element and just like liberated and like not caring. Right. The thing I like about festival culture, but specifically blended is how blended is like the most perfect name for this festival. Right. You have country, you have whiskey, you have beer, you have energy drinks, you have 300 wines in my wine tent. You've got country music, you've got rock, you've got hip hop. We're not trying to be like any one thing. This isn't a hip hop festival. This isn't a Coachella. This isn't a this, you know, that. Like, we celebrate everything. 
Well, that's like you guys made a festival believer out of me because I'm not like a festival gal. And like I can party, right? But like I'm not, and this is like, it's like elevated, it's fun, but it's like, it's just enough of a blend. You know what I mean? Well, you know, we, we really want to, we, we really want to bring every walk of life person together. What do you, again, back to my original thing, like notice about the vibe or dynamics between men and women here? Or like it, you know what I mean? Because I feel like in real life, it's gotten so awkward where like we don't know how to interact with one another, right? Even the guy being like complimenting me and being like, "Can I say that?" Right? You know, I, I haven't really experienced anything like that. I, I think he was just being respectful, which I think is really great. No, it's sweet. It's which sweet. Is, which is kind of sweet and endearing uh, about him. But what I found is like everybody here is so nice and so open yeah. and so like genuinely authentic. Nobody has ego. That's here. what I was gonna ask you. Like number one, this is the lastly for you. Like. What's, like, a cliche or, like, a thing about festival culture that you guys, you're, like, oh, try to avoid with this? And also, it kind of, like, it, it goes on to what we were saying earlier about, like, image and especially women and IG. Like, I don't know. How do you balance in your head? You have this whole festival, but you know also, like, festival culture creates that, like, FOMO on Instagram with the perfectly curated, the Coachella, right? Like, and this is the Coachella of wine. But, like, it makes people feel like, well, shit, I'm missing out. And everyone has their perfectly filtered outfits and bodies and photos. Like, how do you see it as someone who's in it but can see it from the outside, you know? Listen, I mean, I could post a picture, like, of myself eating a hamburger and somebody's going to have FOMO. I think that's just an unfortunate <laughs> culture that has been yeah. curated over the last five, ten years with social media and reality TV. And I don't really think that that's anything that we can really try to contend with. I don't think that's really anything that we're trying to live up to, if that makes sense. So I think if you want to not have that FOMO, just kind of become experience it for, for yourself, right? Because this is such a warm and inviting atmosphere. And it's not even really about that, you know? I don't know. It is true. It's, like I said, you like, made a, you guys made a festival believer out of me. I was shaking my ass to little John in the front row, loving every minute and sitting on a stranger's shoulder. So there you go. Case I was, yeah, I was down in the, you know, in the, in the front photo pit, uh, watching little John. And I literally ha had the hugest smile on my face. A, because like we pulled it, we pulled this together despite the rain and everything else. Yeah. But just to look over this crowd and the sea of people and just seeing everybody have such a good time. It was such a good feeling. That's a thing. It was like you see every color, every socioeconomic that, yeah. person, you know, status in that crowd, right? Young, rich, fat, young, old, blah, 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 yellow, black, yeah. whatever. It's a, it's the Everyone's ultimate. Everything now is, like, so political, this, that, the other thing. And it's like, I was thinking about it last night, actually, with Lil John. It's, like, the ultimate unifier. And even, like, what I was saying earlier, like, with men and women, how it's become so awkward now in so many ways. It's so iconic because Lil John's like, yeah, oh, bend over to the front and touch your toes, and no one's upset or offended. We're all like, yeah, right? Like, right, right. Yep. like he's been grandfathered in, and we're loving every minute of it. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess he has, hasn't he? Right? Well, we, I think we need to bring some of that vibe back. I don't know. Maybe we're maybe we're we're past it. I don't know. Some of that fun little. I mean, it's so difficult. Like, I mean, I try not to pay too much into that, to pay attention to too much of that. But, I mean. I know people are changing, like, the lyrics to their songs that have been out for 20 years, and this and that, and I actually watched, it, I watched an interview, I can't remember, I think it was Joe Rogan and Snoop Dogg, but I could be wrong, but I think it was Snoop Dogg, and somebody was interviewing him and asking him, he's like, so, like, do you regret saying all, like, objectifying women back in the day? And he was like, oh, heck no, you know, 
I'm being politically correct with my language, right? He's like, oh, hell no, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's At least like, you can acknowledge and own it. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, no, that's who I am. That's who I was then. That's who I am now. I'm not going to try to, like, be all PC about it. And whether that's right or wrong to you or to me, it's completely different. I appreciated the authenticity of it. Uh, totally. Right? And that's all I got to say about that. I lo- God, so well said. Okay. I love that. No, I completely agree with you. I love that. It's like all, just owning it. I always say that on my show. It's like just about owning it. We don't have to act like, oh, I was such a bad person back then. And I love that. It's like, yeah, that's who I was. And maybe I do or don't believe in it still. But like, Godspeed and fuck it, take it or leave it. Right? No, absolutely. Like, I love it. Well, I mean, you're, you're going to offend somebody no matter how politically correct you are, no matter how beautiful you package your words or anything you do, anything you do, you're going to offend somebody. So just be authentic in whatever you do. Well, the one thing that won't offend anybody is your hair so perfectly coiffed. I know. Hold on. Oh, and I got your left side. I did not do your left side dirty. Okay. Matthew Loren, thank you. My favorite Israeli Egyptian on the planet. Chin chin. Chin chin. Such a great time. Appreciate it. Blended, baby. Blended. All right, everybody. I am here with Erin Cooper, and we were just talking. She's just getting introduced to selfie stick interview life and we were saying how we look like the witches of Eastwick basically before this like yes. we just look really special well the humidity of Nashville and the rain prior doesn't help with that but you look absolutely stunning with your oh, party pony you, you know what Erin we there we go let's give them the whole oh so so there so Erin here is a host top 40 radio station here on the ground in Nashville hot 1067 absolutely yes girl okay and I also can I just say like I keep it real on my show otherwise cancel me right that's the point I came from LA and I just feel like not to be cheesy a raw raw bra burning whatever but I feel like the camaraderie here with women is so real like this one welcomed me with open arms right away and it's so refreshing right because women can be so competitive well as broadcasters in specifically entertainment you know it's it is cutthroat as everybody says but i've been very lucky where my mentors and everything men women have been very welcoming and have always wanted to help and so when you reached out and were so kind i'm like yay another friend and another woman that we can stick together with and just build each other up and that's all i ever want to do and the thing is like with journalism with media with we're gonna talk about influencer life right because we are in like an epicenter it's like people get so competitive but there's enough to go around right i yes i actually i I interviewed zach hansen of the band hansen a few months ago and i'm going somewhere with this yes yes i know it's a very obscure band but they're my favorite and zach put it so beautifully where he said it's now a matter of are we creating a space or are we taking up space with what we are offering and what i feel like with with what you create and what anyone who wants to create if you are creating a welcoming positive space for people there's room for you what there's not room for is people wanting to tear other people down and wanting to be like overly competitive oh my gosh my earring like just fell out of my ear um people being overly competitive or being negative i don't have time for that i don't i want that and so i welcome anyone who wants to be creative and and spread happiness i love it real ass bitch because I call a lot of times, like I said, you know, there's this fake, like, sort of like women, you know, support women up. And I have to tell you, like, I've had women bosses in this business. And I feel like I talk about this with people, even not in media. They're like, look at her eyes are bulging out of her head. This is real right now. This is 
and they will like tear you down and give you shit more than like sometimes your your male counterparts and it's like where's the lie where is the lie where is it? so i appreciate you for actually walking the walk i, I, I can attest to that this is a real one so let's talk about influencer culture, shall we? Because okay. we are here, and it is an influencer moment, like, with all the activations and stuff. Now, I noticed that, I don't know if they have it this year, but last year they had a Mental Health Matters booth. Yeah. And I thought to myself, it was so interesting, because I feel like, what a dichotomy. Because I feel like festivals like this are really, like, a liberation, like, free moment for people to just be however... It is ripe for, like, FOMO culture on Instagram. Look, I'm living my best life, and people feel like crap. That, first of all, you're so articulate, and I love that. Oh. You are so intelligent. I love talking to you. <laughs> Second of I all. I love how also you talk with your hands. I'm like, I am understanding this. It's to a, to a, a, Are you Italian? No, everyone thinks. Okay, because you're my blood sister from Italian, another mister. I talk with my hair. I do this a lot. My family's off the boat, so, like. Thank you for understanding my life. Um, but yes. it's it's very kind of, not I don't want to say counterintuitive, but it, it's kind of like an oxymoron where, yes, social media is the highlight reel, literally the highlight reel of people's lives. You don't know about the, the dark, terrible, crying in the corner bad days. And I'm so happy that there, you know, there was a mental health resource here previously. There could be one here today. We haven't explored enough. But I also... It, yes, Nashville is also the city for FOMO because Nashville, there are 18 different things. Like there's another wine festival, literally another wine festival going on right now in this city today. And it is so hard because you want to do it all at once. And it's very like deteriorating because you're like, I can't do it all. But well, especially like, hang up. <laughs> especially like. This is deemed the Coachella of wine. And I, like, I'm not even, like, on the real world. I'm not even, like, a festival kind of gal. Like, I'm here to work. I'm not one to, like, get in the mosh pit. I'm, like, my bubble bath is waiting Don't for me. me. But, like, even, you know, exactly. But even when I was in L.A. and I would see all the, like, pretty filtered Coachella fo photos, there's a part of you that's, like, shh, am I, like, living my life right? And you feel like, yeah. you know, you can't help but let it. I mean, exactly. And, obviously, there's so much fakeness and facade that goes yeah. into social media i mean of course like i said it's a highlight reel like i don't all you know if i have a mental breakdown i'm not gonna live stream it right, right. so not everything is you know hunky-dory all the time but i try to keep it real as much as i can like i don't edit my pictures i don't I'm the same way. so i'm like okay oh my friend cisco is here hi hi cisco <laughs> hi not cisco. to be confused hello, hello. not to be confused with the thong song cisco okay <laughs> Cisco is DJing tonight. He's also a, a Nashville native. He's, oh, cool. he's he's a lovely friend. Oh, nice. Um, but yes, an example of keeping it real. Cisco is very real. I love that. So, Aaron, what do you think of young girls being influenced? Like this is a twofold. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Number one, like women, I feel like out competing one another yet again, but on Instagram to like, I feel like again, there's this false narrative that's like. You know, we have to be hot for men, but I feel like women are the ones like setting the standard and competing against themselves and other women to be hotter, to be filtered. Yes. And young girls, like, I don't know if you know this, in 2018, one fourth of cosmetic surgeries was girls 17, 12 to 17, right? Because of all this. So, what do you make of all of it on the whole? I would say it, there's a difference between competing 
and then working hard and being your own competitor. And so I have had this just way that I am, I guess, where I, I am competitive, but not in like a, I have to be better than this person. I am my own worst critic, and I, I'm like, how can I make myself better? And I, I love criticism, and I love feedback. So even in a broadcast sense, if I've had people tell me, okay, you know, try saying it this way, or, you know, maybe, tr maybe try wearing this or whatever. I don't have to do it, but sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I want to make myself better, so I'll give it a shot, and I'll see what happens. Aaron, thank you so much, my little oh, cupcake. Can I get Real, you absolutely, absolutely. Yay. Thank you so much. Yes. I will. I will turn this off. Giving women in broadcasting Yay. in Nashville all of it a good name. And it's, it's such an honor to, to be on on your show. I love seeing you do your own thing. We love <laughs> MMJs like yourself out here yes. doing it. So thank you for doing Listen, what you do. If I always say like, if someone isn't gonna hand you the opportunity, you gotta just carve it and do it yourself. Do it yourself. Period. That's, that's the only me. way. All right, everybody. We are here with Michael. Michael, what is your last name? McCray. What's up, guys? Oh, he's ready for it. He's here. Do you know why? Because we have a little TikTok star. TikTok, hot. Influencer star, Influencer. safe to say. I, mean, I don't know if star is a word yet. I mean, I'm only the amount of followers that you would find for a girl who puts up bikini videos. So, at 250,000. I mean, I'm not at the half a mil yet, but I mean, I would say influencer maybe not maybe not star yet but you know it's funny you say that because i was just having a conversation with these gals who are vet are you know wine entrepreneurs here right and she we were talking about being women and entrepreneurs and business and i was saying how i hate the victim mentality women have of like we can't get ahead in business you know and, and you just brought up a really great point michael that you know throw up a bikini pic and there you go you know we men just can't compete so, I mean, I'm just keeping it real. But having said that, there are a lot of incredibly intelligent women that are on there for much more productive purposes. And those obviously have high numbers, too. I'm just saying for a guy to be on there, I'm in my mid to late 40s and have as what I have. I feel like, you know, it's kind of like it feels like I have 500,000, even though I've only got half. So there you go. So it's safe to say are all men a bunch of like haters out there because it's like we can't compete with women so we're gonna put them down because how do we compete with that ass and those hits <laughs> and all that like how do we compete right or it's like spread the love spread the no, love I'm definitely spreading the love I'm a fan I'm not, I don't want to go into that but you know I like he's like junk. I'm an only fan if you know no, what I mean no, no 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 I'm not saying that I like a little junk in the shark but I'm just saying like you know it feels good to have to be putting out content that people resonate with I do a lot of uh, singing in various uh, public situations I sing in Kroger's I sing at the lawn Matt, you never know where you might find me hitting a note. So, in Kroger, oh, Mr. Popular, we're just talking about girls in bikinis, don't mind us. So, really quick, last pin on that thought because this is something that I grapple with on my show often, even as a woman, even as a woman who's been in Playboy over this like very concept like intelligence and body together. I still sometimes feel like, how do I compete with that? Like, right? Like, but. Is it just something where at the end of the day, sex sells, baby? Like, it's men, women, like, right? It's, it's, it's always been around since the beginning of time. Exactly. But I think when you talk about competing with anyone, it should only be with yourself. Be the best version of yourself. It sounds cliche to say, but I feel like, you know, you have so many incredible natural gifts and intuition, and you're a well-spoken person. You're a beautiful girl. Wait, were you in Playboy for real, for real, or what were you? For real, for real, baby. Oh, shit. I think I'm the only person, not to brag on myself, who actually actually was in a pictorial and wrote in the same issue.
issue over this very idea, right, of women being both things, all things. So Listen, that's our, no joke. Everyone knows that women hold the power. I don't care what James Brown sings about. I don't care, you know, we know what's good. We know what's up. So real talk, because you've been in entertainment now that, like, this guy, he's talking about his friends, like, you know, on One Tree Hill, Ryan Cabrera was his roommate. Like, let's not forget a Ryan moment, right, because he was also in L.A. for a while. This is why what you're saying, like, women have power. You know how in Hollywood they love, like, oh, the male gaze, mash the patriarchy, blah, blah, blah. And in the end, I'm like, male gaze, it's like, because we're hot. What do you want from us? Like, male schmaze, like, what? who cares, right? I, there should be nothing wrong with that at all. Since the end of time, this is the beginning of time, uh, men are always going to be fixated on beautiful things. And at the end of the day, we celebrate it. If not for that, what would we be working for? You know what I mean? So I actually... Us. There it is. It's funny you say that because I actually had Joe Francis on my show recently. Do you know who that is? The guy who created Girls yeah, Gone Wild. Yeah, I've heard of him, yes. Okay. Very controversial. He is very controversial. And very rich. <laughs> yes. And spread of the wealth, Joe. Okay. And he came on my show because he went viral because a photo of him he posted checking out Kylie Jenner's butt. Oh, and God. And he said, like, the same thing as you, which is like, we're going to do that. Like, who? we're checking out a girl. Who cares? Like, that's what guys do. Well, I don't necessarily mean that we have the, the right to make someone feel uncomfortable. I'm not There's saying a that. There's Absolutely. And I've never been one of those dudes in the first place. But having said that, um, yeah, I think that naturally, the same way. But women are not too indifferent than that. Women, if they see a, a good-looking guy, they're going to check him out. They're going to nudge their girl. And they might even follow the guy and be like, hey, you know, I'm going to do that thing. I'm going to try to get their number. I'm going to flirt. I'm going to drop something so he can help me pick it up. And I'll be a damsel in distress. You never know. We check the bulge out. And I don't care who knows it. I love nothing more than twisting my head like Beetlejuice. Way, a bulge. Check mine out. There's a huge hole. Take a look. I'm sure that's There's why. There's a hole in the middle of the pants right there in the crotch. Take a look. You got to have easy access, guys. Wow. He is actually really ready, well, ready to go. It's just about being, that's breathability, special. breathability, breathability. I'm all about the comfort. So maybe, see, but it can never go both ways. Like, what if a woman uh, wet with, like, just holes in her nipple, right? It just, that wow. would be an interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I mean, guys would lose their yeah, mind, yeah, yeah. case in point. So let's get to influencer life, okay? Yeah. Or TikTok star life. Yeah. Because when you came up to me in the, in the handy-dandy tent behind us, yeah. you were like, listen, like, I'm on TikTok. I'm going to be real, as we do, and we've keep we've been keeping it 100. Yeah, yeah. Well, Matthew on, sent me over here, Matthew Lorenz. So there you go. Lauren, I don't know if you He's, know if I'm saying it right. Yeah, yeah Matthew he, Matthew Lauren. He's the influencer, like, wine. Uh, what do you say? Like, uh, uh, organizer of all this event. All this, yes, yeah. exactly. He's, like, the heartbeat of this festival. Yeah. So, oftentimes, I'll knock as many oh. the TikTok star. What do you mean? Can you be more specific? Yeah, I'll be like, because kids now, I feel like, aspire to be that. And I'm like, oh, go get a it, skill. Go get a hobby. <laughs> go be a lawyer. Go be a doctor or a journalist, well, right? Okay, great, great point. But here's the deal. Yeah. I found myself singing my original songs in my living room, and I was getting like two, 300 likes. As soon as I stepped out of that box and started like singing to people and spreading joy and excitement and fun in the middle of a random like grocery store and singing like soulful songs that people had known for years, boom, I got four million hits, five million hits. It's wow. just for whatever reason, people love uh, to see that. And I, I'm actually not doing it in a way of like, hey, I want to be a TikTok star. I just want to be able to leverage my talent that I've always tried to share with the world. So I feel like as long as you're doing authentically that gift that God uh, gave you and that he instilled in you, I think this, uh, you're doing the right thing. So, Michael, can you hold this like a, a chivalrous gentleman you are? Thank you, because I've gotten quite the workout. We're going to wrap this soon. But 
Wait, oh, that's much better. Wow. Beautiful eyes. I don't know if y'all saw Oh, this. I mean, geez. I only paid him like $5 to say yeah. that, okay? It, it was cheap. Don't worry. So with that being said, yeah. what do you make of, because you're like, I have soulful. It's what I do. It's my crap. Which, by the way, singing in a Kroger, is that you actually, do you just pop up and sing in a Kroger? Because I like that. Obviously, I pop up and do my thing everywhere in a way no one else does. So do you really? I don't necessarily plan it out. It can look a little staged sometimes. Generally, what I'll do is just ask the shopper that I randomly meet in five seconds, hey, do you mind if I come up and pretend like, you know, I just sang to you. That's about all I'll do. We don't rehearse it. It's not like staged like that. But having said that, it definitely, like, takes people out of their element and gives them a chance to, you know, just forget about, like, the stresses of life for a minute. Nice. Who cares if you're getting mac and cheese, this Kroger, uh, Kroger brand, or Kraft? Just let me sing you a song real quick. That's interesting. Very out of the box. You know, when I look at some of the country stars and I see Brett Elridge has only got, like, 315,000, I'm like, he's a huge country star. I'm like, all I got to do is sing it a few more Krogers and boom, I'm surpassed him. <laughs> but you know what, Michael? I feel like that says so much about internet culture because i think this all the time i'll compare myself like again it's that competing thing right it's like okay this influencer who does i don't know what has three million followers meanwhile stevie nicks my idol has like three including my aunt right it's like so yeah, yeah, just really, but now we we associate someone's like life accomplishment and work to like a blue check or a number and i think that's sad and there's matthew right there I think what it really does, if we're being honest, is it levels the playing field because it takes away brand marketing. It takes away the push of the machine. And it says, what truly grabs my attention, uh, irregardless of uh, star power or whatever, as I'm scrolling through, what actually grabs my attention? And it turns out that the girl who's baking cookies might be more interesting than Tim McGraw. You know what I mean? Like singing or talking about his kids. I'm not, I love Tim McGraw. I'm not dissing him. I'm just saying, like, at the end of the day, the cream rises to the top. And I think TikTok, as cheesy as it sounds, gives that platform for people to say, hey, what are people really caring about? What's resonating with different age age groups and different demographics? Well, it's a shit show because now there are no gatekeepers and it's so oversaturated. And how do you cut through the Facts. noise? Right? It's like a different kind. And I'm just going to end this by saying, like, even as we're doing this interview, notice how hot, like, all these girls here look, like, in the tight little... You know, we got the onesies, we got the denim, we got the whole thing. So all I'm saying is, like, the ass and tits are out. And, girls, don't try to act like you're not trying to be checked out like what we were talking about. Because you know what? Let them look, sweetie, and eat your heart out, right? Even if it's Michael here with his white cloth. <laughs> I have to be careful. I mean, I'm a few years older than most of these people here. I don't necessarily <laughs> see myself that way. The entertainment business does keep you young. But having said all that, uh, let's just see how this uh, incredible blended festival goes. I'm so glad I met the amazing Taylor. Oh, and there's I, Matthew right there. It's mutual, chin-chin. Although I don't have a drink, I'm boring. Oh, well, you look amazing. Cheers. Oh, thank you. So do you. You and your whole. Okay, let's ah, one for the... We, go, we really... Wow, wow, wow. We can, who could forget? If this isn't MILF, if this isn't Nashville, let me explain why. The bedazzled boots, like we got the jacket. Nothing is, bitch. I'm with Jody Slavin. Jody is an influencer of all influencers, but you're special. You're not like the others. You're not. You're I'm not, not like the others. Unique. We're gonna talk about it because you know, Jody. I just came here from LA, and I was a carpet reporter, and I've I've been in the influencer epicenter, girl. So we're gonna talk about that. But tell people. You're following, right, what you do, and that special honor you have, the top influencer to work with. Tell us the sitch. 
So I've been in this industry for about seven to ten years, and I was um, nominated for Influencer of the Year for 2021. I just want to tell the people, like, all of a sudden you got all shy. She came over to my booth, like, tits and jacket swinging, and all of a sudden she's, like, so all modest. Like, she's like, so here's just a little bit about me. So here's the thing, Jody. okay, because sometimes... Sometimes, given my work, you know, in LA and entertainment journalism, sometimes I give I give influencers a little bit of of shit. You know what I mean? Right. And I oh, she's like right. So okay, because I, get it. I did an episode on Revolve Fest. Remember that when they were all losing their minds? And, and it's I, sad because hot. like you're losing your mind because you're hot and you're it, sweating. Period. And I was like, I did. That's basically what my episode was. And I was like, influencers are gonna come and literally rip me out out of influencer like purgatory. And so many of them reached me being like, girl, bullseye spot on. Right? Why is that? Like, isn't there an entitlement with the influencer I, culture? You're not that though. Like this bitch. I just want to say like. You are named influencer to work with, like, for a reason. She's so on it. She texted me back right away, like, professional. So, you're not that. I have worked in the influencer industry um, 360. So, I've been on the business side. I've been on, you know, the actual influencer side. And I've also been on the management side. That's why no one deserves to ever have an entitlement for where they are in life. It's all like hard work and dedication. I feel torn about it because it's like, I'm not going to knock it because it's like a hustle. It's a business, right? But you're a mom. I feel conflicted because we hear young kids all the time now be like, I want to be an influencer. And it's like, but what about doctors and lawyers and astronauts and uh, right? Exactly. Me becoming an influencer was at my hardest moments as like me being a mom. Um, I had 30 surgeries before I was even 30 years old and I was chronically ill and I was determined to overcome that, but I had had a job since I was 15 years old. You're a hustler. I'm the same way. I respect that. like inside me. I can't not be working. So my me becoming an influencer started as me having an e-commerce website. A business. Business. Yes. I analyzed everything and I watched charts and the data. I want my kids to know that there's more out there. Out there. And yes, they say they want to be creators and influencers but it's because i am a creator <laughs> i mean but look at like on the flip side look at like the mariana hewitt who go on to like build empires like that shit is impressive exactly and i want them to know the value of helping others and it's not about fame it's about being someone of authority and pushing what you truly believe in. So when you see influencers, like, again, I've seen them, and I've been on the other end of it, too, where it's like, you get, you know, you get gifts and wine and dine, and then they complain. Do you feel like, like, they'll complain if they have a hangnail that's going the wrong way at an event, right? Do you, are you thinking, like, man, they're giving us a bad name, like, stop. I do feel that way. I do. 100%. But I think it's because their parents are not teaching them how Michael for the rescue thank you thank you kind sir because it's their parents not teaching them from the beginning 
how to work hard for what you want and that you can overcome anything. They're just handed things. But that's also a double standard. I don't believe everyone is that way, but I think that some people get a taste of being successful and then they automatically think it's cool to be that way. And it's not cool, you know? So what do you make, and I talked a little bit about this with Michael, who's being the kind Samaritan here and holding, so selflessly holding the selfie that. stick. Like, what, chivalry exists, okay? What do you make of, like, the over-filtered plastic surgeries, now, like, young girls wanting to do it, and, like, that's, sti- but, like, it's a stigma, that but it's not. hard. Yeah. Because I have a daughter. I have two daughters. Do you see them affected by it? Or are they too young? I don't want them to think that you have to be a certain way. But I also want them to feel comfortable in their bodies. And if they truly want to have plastic surgery when they're 18 years old, that's their decision. And she's like, she's they're 18 in a day. That's all I'm going to be as a mom. Like, if you are of age, I'm all for it. I want you to feel beautiful in your body no matter what decisions you make and it's not my choice to judge you and I want them to feel that way too that you can't judge other people because of the decisions they make but as a mom how do you like they're gonna be on Instagram they're gonna see all these influencers they're gonna see the Kylie Jenner's with the lips how do you like prevent that and intervene without them it being in their head all the time because if you're a good parent, then you're teaching them to be confident in their own skin on a daily basis, and you are there every day. Let me ask you this, Jody, because I often grapple with, like, I want women to be empowered. A lot of Instagram influencers, the, like Michael and I talked about this, like the bikini model, right? Like the whole thing, <laughs> Jody's eyes. Right, exactly. Jody's like, what do you mean? Uh, you mean you mean my calling? Yeah, exactly. Also the camera work, the camera work. I want to empower people. Me and too. women, right? But does it ever go too far on IG with the, with the filters, the sex, the plastic surgery, the trying? Okay, talk to me about that. I mean, I do feel like there is a stigma. It's even starting at a younger age. Like, little girls don't need to be having crop tops. And no, no matter what age you are, I mean, I'm wearing this, I know. <laughs> Um, we're grown women. But we're grown women who are making our own decisions. Yes. But do I feel like my nine-year-old needs to be Absolutely not. And a crop top, no. But it's so sad because it's hard to find things of quality that aren't like that. And she's like, why can't I wear that? And I'm like, well, because it's not appropriate. I want to thank you, Jody, for giving influencers a good name. You're a hustler, go-getter. So... Everything on the bat. Thank you. I love it. You are so welcome. Share your opinions, girl. Oh my All right. Giddy up and yeehaw, bitches. Because I have such a treat for you. Okay. And my slick back Morgan Wallen mullet is made up by this beauty. I'm with Brittany Moya. We have a lot to discuss here at Blended Festival. Okay. She is a woman entrepreneur we love to see it okay she has her own line rock me up cosmetics and the bitch is born and bred in la la baby so you know she has seen some shit i've I've been in it okay like where do we where do we even start where do we even start you were invited here as a 
an online influencer, right? You're a beauty influencer. Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. Okay, talk to me about this obsession with how we look on IG. We all know about it, right? Yeah, yeah. And my worry is how it's, like, affecting young girls and how they always have to feel like they have to look everybody. Right, yeah, right. Like, no matter the age, everyone feels like they have to look so perfect and filtered and curated. Yeah. Talk to me it's about it. It's true. Okay, so my whole take on that is I personally believe that there should be, like, an age limit. Just like you have to be, like, 18 to buy cigarettes. I think you should be a certain age to be able to have an Instagram. That's just, I've always thought that from the day one when Instagram Graham came out I was like this is not for children like that you have to be a mature person developed in your brain know who you are a little bit like just like they wouldn't sell cigarettes or alcohol I don't think they should be able to be on social media I've always thought that I don't know how I could advocate for that like hey can there can I be the person who makes a law against children having an Instagram and That's TikTok but beyond that like yes beauty is important like it's important for people to feel beautiful but and also, first impressions, even festival culture, right? Like, yeah. she's got the gloss. She's got the hat. She's going country, and she has the boots, okay? Like, I feel like this is a place where, with everything uh, in life, like, first impressions and how we look, yes, yeah. how we feel, but it's, it's like, it's it everything, is. the first thing we see. It is, and it is everything. But I really, truly believe in, like, your true beauty when you're happy and you're living life. It truly is something that exudes from the you inside out. in your step. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like I wouldn't feel right um, producing a beauty line. I wouldn't feel right producing a makeup line or doing people's makeup if I wasn't able to bring out that true natural beauty within the person and, and bring it out of them. There's a lot of pressure with culture. There's a lot of pressure yes. with the Do you feel Instagram the pressure, Brittany? Absolutely. When like, you see I'm, other girls, because here's yeah, the thing, okay? I'm a grown adult. I'm a grown adult. I mean... Kind we, of so she and I off air just now we're talking we both like we're part of the LA exodus yes. and I talk about like how LA's Woketopia and everybody like thinks the same and I feel like a narrative right is how men and the male gaze and the patriarchy make women feel like they have to look a certain way however with this culture I always, I often feel like women like compete with each other and themselves like I feel like the men are sitting back being like okay yeah. whereas women like we're on there scrolling being like how do I right. keep up how do right. I right yeah, it's just the natural instinct of a woman. Like, obviously, God made us different. He made us to have longer hair, curves. Like, he made us to be beautiful. We were supposed to be attracted. Like, Adam was meant to be attracted to us. Like, he was. But <laughs> you can't fight that shit. Adam no, and Eve, baby. No, back you to can't. the beginning. Like, let's just bring it back to the very beginning. Like, but As I, just, I graze your boob. Right. Like, yes. As I motorboat my microphone, motorboats your tits. But no, I, I think there is a lot of pressure. You got to set limits and boundaries to that shit. Like, just like everything in life. You have an aesthetic. Like, you have a look. I talk about on my show often the idea of the marriage of beauty and how we look and what you're saying, how we present ourselves and our endeavors, our brain, our goals, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you get, because you're a businesswoman, we're going to talk about your entrepreneurial endeavors. Okay. Do people judge you and like, like, how do we take her seriously? She's got like the, the lashes and the tits and, and the tan and the gloss. Like, how is she, she's not, how is she smart? How is she a businesswoman? I know for me, people are like, oh, look it. She's a perky, big tip, blonde, bubbly. And then they like hear what I'm about in my work and they're like, oh shit. And it's fun for and me to shook. surprise people. Yeah, Wait, they're surprise. yeah it's like, like a jack in the box. Surprise, bitch. Yeah, yeah. So, talk about that experience for you. Do you experience oh. that? What's that? What that's like? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Like it's really tough. Like, but you just, again, you have to be true to you. That's all you can do. 
You can people please all you want, but you got to be true to yourself. I mean, I don't even think people look at me like that. I don't think that that's how people portray, portray me at all. But if you're saying that, I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah. I'm pretty of this and that. You know, but I don't see myself as that. I just see myself as a hardworking person who came from L.A. that had a dream and is pursuing it here in Nashville. That's all I see myself as. So wait, when you have the gloss and the lashes, like you look gorgeous, you don't see yourself, like you just said, I don't see myself I as that. I honestly don't. What? I think like you and I are the same. Like we're in the same playing field. Me and all the women, like I, me and all women in general, we're all equal like to that. The idea of like women for festivals like this, like in their best outfits, like tits out the whole thing, like, and I talk about how there's something primal, exactly. There's something primal. I really was not trying to put my tits No, they're just like, let them live. My, I'm not even wearing a bra, so mine are just doing what they want to do, you know? They're just here for the natural glory. Um, they're their natural habitat. Taking them out of the cave. Um, there's something primal, I think, about an, an, an environment like this where it's like people can just be... Yeah. And, like, wear what they want to wear. That's we are talking it. about, like, That's first impressions, right? Welcome to Nashville. Okay, now. Yeah. Now, though. When, say a guy's, like, checking you out because you got it going on. Okay. How, how does it make you feel? Does it offend you? Or are you, like, yeah, sweetheart, eat your heart out? Right. I'm, like, the lamest person when it comes to relationships. I'm obviously single, so that should tell you right She's there. She's, like, void. <laughs> but I'm, like, hit. No, just kidding. No, but, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah anyone out there, no, just kidding. But, like. I don't pay attention. Like, I've had friends like, oh my gosh, Brittany, that guy, he was like super into you. And I'm like, what guy? With influencer culture, with TikTok culture, we are in the mind clusterfuck that like you can get success overnight. And people don't realize yeah. how hard this shit is. The sacrifices. Like, right. I've been at this almost a decade. Same. Okay. Same with me. So what yeah. is it that people like the nitty gritty, the blood, sweat, and tears that people don't necessarily know mm -hmm. that goes into being okay. an entrepreneur? Okay. Great question. Um, um, Taylor, because I've been doing this for over a decade, you know, doing hair and makeup, um, you know, having a line, producing a makeup brand that I want to get out there. And it's taken over a decade just to get it out there. And it is. It's like the failure is real. The rejection is real. Um, you know, and then there's so many brands out there. Like my market, especially with makeup, like go to Ulta, go to Sephora. There's thousands and thousands of brands that you could choose from that are all amazing. You know what I mean? So it's like, what is mine going to be different? How am yes. I going to be set apart in this in this business, in this industry? But I stayed true to what I believe in. I stayed true to the brand. I stayed true. Like, I know this product works. I know it's legit. And I know it will go somewhere. And if it doesn't, hey, I invented a product and I like to use it. So there's that. I love you know it. what I mean? This is a theme today. Like, with the wine vendors, even, like, with my show and what yeah, I do, it's like, like do you exactly you do like, your thing and you'll find your people because you can't appease everybody. You can't. And there's so much competition. But I have a very, very exciting announcement. What is it, Brittany? I to tell you. But um, my makeup brand is now going to be featured at the W Hotel in Nashville. It's going to have a storefront at the shop so if you guys are in the gulch um and or in downtown nash go to the w hotel and my product will be retailed at the w and at the shop 
So I will be there. Let us know how we yes, can support you. We're going to have a launch party. Um, okay. So I would love to invite you. I'd love to have you. So I'm so excited. Uh, congratulations. Yeah. I love to see it. Like, yeah, so again, there's room. There's a seat for all of us. There's room for all of us. There and I'm is. so happy to hear that. Yes. It's just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when I become the next uh, Bill Maher, Oprah, you will you do my makeup, please? It's okay. here on the camera. So. I'm going to announce in front of everyone, I would love to do <laughs> your makeup. Like, please let me. It'd be an honor. I'd be honored. I truly Aww. would be honored. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. For cleaning up this this really special this Morgan situation. Wallen situation. This Morgan Wallen situation. But we're kind of here for Mullet. it. Okay, we're kind of here no, for actually, it. No, actually. I mean, right? why did we come to that? And just like that, it started raining. So before we have a wet t-shirt contest, yes. sit on the edge of your seat. <laughs> wink, wink. Thank you, Brittany You're Moyo. It was, it was my pleasure. So there you have it, folks. Here we are back on my mountaintop in my kitchen. Indeed. Thank you for joining me in my little adventure on the ground at blended festival i mean what better way right like you guys know how much i talk about influencer ig culture filters images all of it and how could i not bring it to a festival itself i mean buzzkill i beg to differ you know of all the places to bring it you know, maybe, maybe not, but I feel like it was appropriate and I love how real everybody got with it. So I hope that you guys took something from it. Definitely with some, uh, straight up talk. So with that said, there's going to be much more. We have been here for like two milliseconds. Okay. And cancel me, baby. We are making our presence known here in music city. Um, I will see you guys for the next one, hopefully out of my pantry. I will see you then.